Hello! For those of you who have not had the opportunity to meet yet, my name is Olai Lepe. I serve as a trustee for Wellspring Church and I have the privilege of sharing the word with you this morning. Uh, we're going to start by looking into the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, and I'll read from the New King James Version. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears the sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. So I think this is one of the parables that um, Jesus sort of used and talked about towards the end of the Sermon on the Mount, um, where he had basically given the disciples and people that gathered on the mountain a set of instructions and a set of ways for you to live your life. Um, it, I think the Beatitude was part of this as well. And, and this is just a very, very interesting parable because it talks about two people. It talks about um, a wise man and a foolish man. And, and the wise man builds his house on, on a rock and um, he has strong foundations and the foolish man builds his house on the sand of the iron foundations. I think there's a, the, the Luke um, explanation of the story in St. Luke's own interpretation. It talks about uh, the house has no foundation at all. The man that built his house on the sand has no foundation at all. Whereas the man that built his house on the rock had a lot of you know, strong foundation in there. And if you just look at buildings in general, you know, any building that has a very, very solid and strong foundation tends to stand you know, the test of time when the waters come or the winds or the storms come. And this story is kind of, uh, this parable is particularly interesting. It reminds me of a time when we tried to do an extension in this house that, that we currently live in. And uh, we had put a plan together and we kind of knew how much money we we're going to spend. And we know we had very limited budget, very limited time. But when the builders came and started digging into the ground, um, they came back and pretty much said the foundations that we had could not hold up the extension that we're building. So effectively, they had to start redoing the foundation. And that cost a lot of money, and that also took a lot of time. Uh, but it was a very important piece of work to do, because the foundation is what we hold the house all together. And I think in this story, the, the rock, the wise man that built his house on the rock, that rock refers to Jesus Christ. So he built his house on the principles and on the word and sayings of the Lord. Um, I think there's a place in Psalms where it says the Lord is our cornerstone, you know, and he is our sort of rock of ages as well. And this, in this um, parable's interpretation, it means when you build your house, or, I mean, it sort of refers to your Christian life in general, you need to make sure and ensure that it is deeply rooted in God's word. So it's rooted in his word, and um, you're following all his instructions for how to live your life, and you're just living a life, you know, according to how God wants you to live that life. And that takes time, that takes commitment, that takes dedication. Um, but if you follow those examples and you live your life that way, you will be like the wise man that built his house on the rock. Um, the second part of the parable talks about the, the foolish man. And I think it's quite interesting because it doesn't actually say it was an evil man. You know, it says it was a foolish man who heard all these things, you know, but again built his house on the sun. So it sounds like he's, the parable is actually talking about Christians and not non-Christians. So people that listen to the word of God, you know, but then they do not take it in. They don't let it, they don't live their life in that way. 
you know, so they are sort of easily swayed. They don't have that, they've not built that long relationship, they've not sort of committed that long time in his presence and in his world, and they're sort of building the house on, on the things of this world. And like you and I know, the things of this world are not very stable. They tend to move, you know, from time to time, they tend to change from time to time. So I think this is one of those that it's, it's a, the main message for me really is, you know, dig deep. As a Christian, I think the question we need to ask ourselves from time to time is how are you living your life? You know, is your life deeply rooted in God's word? Are you constantly listening and obeying his instructions? Or are you like the foolish man who, you know, listens to the sermons, read the Bible, read the scriptures, but your life doesn't actually reflect that way. You're not actually deeply rooted, you know, in, in, in the way God wants you to live. And I think that is the main, the main message from this, from this scripture, actually. Um, the other interesting part of it is, uh, it talks about the floods and the winds. The floods and the wind came, and the house that was built on the rock, you know, stood the test of time, and the house that was built on sand fell down, and great was its fall. Uh, because one thing, again, you realize is the storms and the trials happened to both men, the wise man and the foolish man, and to both houses as well. And I think for my own interpretation, this might mean the, the trials of this world, because unfortunately we, well, or maybe fortunately, you know, we live in a worldly world, right? We are not of this world, but we live in this world. And the things of the world will try to sway you and will try to move you from time to time. But unless you have the, that perception or you have that deep conviction of who you are in Christ and you're comfortable of who you are in Christ. You know, you can be easily swayed by the things of this world. And having that deep conviction of being very comfortable with who you are is really, you build that by spending more time in the world, right? So it's, it's by living according to God's, you know, God's principles and God's commandments and, you know, investing into a, committing and investing into a relationship with God. So it means you're very disciplined, you spend time in the world, Right, and it's not just about you know following your morning devotions. You actually read the Bible and ask yourself, how am I applying this? How am I applying this to my life? How is this actually working for me? So you read the words and you meditate on it. And I think it's having that when you've made that investment and that commitment, then you'll be in that deep relationship with God, and that makes you deeply rooted in His Word. So you'll be like the wise man that you know built his house on the rock. Because the basis for your, you know, for your living or for everything you do is by the word, by God's word. And that makes it very, very difficult when the storms and, you know, trials of this world comes for it to sway you or for it to sort of, you know, push you and make you fall. Um, I think, again, it's also very important to, you know, to, to always dig deep, right? That gives you confidence in, in who you are. And I feel that every single person has a role, you know, you have a house to build in this world. You have a life to build in this world, you know, and we live in a broken world, because again, let, let's be very honest, right? We are not of the world, but the world as it is, is very broken. So for us not to be swayed by that, we need to be deeply, you know, confident in, in who we are. And it's interesting with the um, other part about the man that built his house on the sand, because it, it makes me, you know, remember when I go on holidays with my kids, and if it's a beach holiday, we spend quite a lot of time on the beach, just walking around, and resting, you know, and just soaking up the sun and getting a tan. I don't know. 
you know, can I get in back on? Yes, I can. <laughs> so we spend some time just, you know, relaxing, sitting in the sun. And sometimes they, they, they use all this effort. They take a lot of time to build a sandcastle, or they want to build a sandcastle. And I'm the kind of parent, I don't know what kind of parent you I'm the kind of parent that will say, there's no point in building something very, you know, something very big or that will take a lot of time and dedication. Because let's face it, in a couple of hours, or oh, come back here, it's not going to be here anymore. So I do the very, you know, the very simple thing where they'll put their feet together, I just put the sand on top of their feet and try and remove their feet and build a hole in the sand. And that's about how far we get in our sandcastle. But I see people, um, other sort of kids, that take their time to build these really, really fantastic specimens, right? They spend a lot of time and effort and literally almost build a castle, you know, in the sand by the beach. And all it takes is one big wave that comes and all of that is just kind of washed away. You know, and sometimes I feel while they've put in all this effort, you know, but when the wave comes and washes the sand, everything comes crumbling down. And that's kind of how the analogy, you know, the parable Jesus Christ was saying, and that's kind of how, how it plays out. The rock is, is, is a solid structure. To get to the rock, if you are building your house on the rock, or you're, you're trying to get a foundation, to get to the rock, you'd go past the sand, past the stones, past the slate. So that takes quite a bit of commitment for you to get all the way to the rock and build something solid on it. But when you build something on the sand, right, on the exterior, it looks like everything is okay, which is how we can be sometimes. But if your foundation is not deeply rooted, if there are no, if there's no rock that is holding, you know, holding you together, then all it takes is for one big wave or one big sandstorm to come and kind of sway you. And it also reminds me of, you know, of an analogy I think David gave in one of his sermons late last year. If, if you're preparing to go out, if you're preparing to, you know, to go out in the mornings and you've, you know, you've taken a shower, you've put on a shirt, you've sort of done your makeup, um, if you do makeup, and you've combed your hair, if you have any hair, clearly I don't, um, you look in the mirror and you try and see how you look, right? If there's something wrong with your appearance, then you change how you look, but you do not change the mirror. And I think in a way, this is how Christianity and the Bible is to us. The Word of God, which is the Bible, and the foundations, you know, of Christianity and how God wants us to live our lives and set up instructions is provided to us in this book. And that is like our mirror. That's like the mirror we look into. If you look in the mirror and there's something wrong with the reflection, so it's your reflection isn't quite what this book says it should be, then what you need to do effectively is to adjust yourself. You change yourself, right, to ensure that what you're reflecting is exactly what the book says. You do not change the book. And I think, again, it's a very it's a very useful analogy in this context. Building your house on the rock, having a solid foundation, is about spending time with the Word, knowing what the Word says about you and about how we live our life. And I think God said this from, from a place of love because He wants us to, to live right so we can, you know, we can be right. And, um, yeah, so that's sort of our, that's the core foundation of how God wants us to live and how He wants us to be. Uh, but if you build your house on the sand, you are not. You don't have that, you know, that deep conviction, or you are not really living your life the way you should be living your life, the way God wants you to live your life in order to fulfill, you know, your destiny to the best of your ability, and for you to be who He wants you to be. And that's why it's kind of very essential to spend a lot of time reading the Bible, spend a lot of time in the Bible, spend a lot of time understanding and meditating upon the Word of God. So that when the trials and tribulations of this world comes or when things come, then you are not found wanting 
your belief system is not just thrown away and you're not constantly changing the way the world's belief system is changing, but your belief system is, is solid because it's, it's deeply rooted and founded on the rock, which is Jesus Christ, on the work, on his book, and on his principles. So um, I think I would just like to end this with, with a very simple question for, for you, really. Um, ask yourself, how am I living my life? You know, how are you living your life? Are you living your life the way God wants you to? Are you spending that time, you know, are you spending that time and committing, you know, to be in his presence and with him? Are you listening up for his word? Are you trusting and obeying what he says you should do? Are you following what God wants you to follow? So it's not just about, you know, um, reading the scriptures and being, you know, being very, uh, being a Christian. All those things are good. But there is an element of, I think the Bible says, seek you first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and every other thing will be added unto you. So there's an element of you having to seek. You know, you have to, you have to seek for something. There's a song of David where it says, uh, you know, my soul longs for you. As the deer, you know, panted out for the rivers, my soul longs for you. So I think there is, um, there's an onus on you as a person to actually want to know more about it. So there's an, you know, there's an onus on you to commit time and spend that time and spend that time talking to God, meditating on the world and listening to God and also sort of living your life according to how he says you should live it. If you do that, then you've built your, you know, your life, the life you have to build in, in this world, on a solid foundation, which is the foundation of the principle of Jesus Christ as your rock. So I think ask yourself, am I, how am I living my life? Am I living my life the way God wants me to live my life? Am I spending time in his word? Am I listening to him? Am I doing what he's saying I should do? And then make a commitment. Make a commitment today to, to build your foundation properly. You know, if you've built your foundation on sand now, it's not quite down into the rock deeply, then you can start doing that. So make a commitment to spend a lot more time in God's word. Make a commitment to understand how God wants you to live and not just understanding it, but also acting that out in your life living your life the way God wants you to live, spending more time listening to God and speaking to God. And if you do that, then I'm confident your foundation will be a lot more solid and it'll be a lot more based on the rock of Jesus Christ, which then would ensure that when the storms and the winds come, it doesn't sway you away, it doesn't get you confused, but you are very confident in who you are and who God says you are. God bless you.